but tomorrow when you are talking to a friend of yours to go for a movie you will be selling him or her about the movie you want to go to and he or she will be selling the movie he or he wants to go to and whoever is a better sales person will win but most of the time we don't consider that as selling if you are going for a uh, interview you have to sell yourself but nobody thinks of that as selling even if you want to apply for higher studies you have to go for an interview again you have to convince the selectors that you are the right person if you want to go to iim it's not so easy to get into iim you have to convince them which is again selling okay if if you want to be in politics you have to be selling but they it's it's not considered as selling by most of the people they don't think at all as selling so when i don't consider all these things as selling why should i think that i have to become better at selling welcome to intensify humanity podcast we bring the stories of ordinary human beings with extraordinary journeys they have been grinded through life in terms of extreme challenges guilt shame and things people cannot even imagine all because they made a choice or decision in life they are literally not just inspiring but intensifying humanity through unconventional ways to such an extent that other human beings are inspired and pushed to live to their highest potential in life I Sundata Sarkar your host today will bring about the story of one such human being I hope you find this episode inspirational From growing up in a lower middle class background and sometimes having no food to eat during his struggling years this veteran and a lifetime learner has trained over 2 lakh people across 11 countries in sales His love for sales and spreading awareness about the importance of ethical selling in each person's lives is commendable. After meeting Zig Ziglar on his trip to US, he has a dream to become the Zig Ziglar of India and with his proven efforts and records that he has transformed lives of so many people working in various domains and industries about the gaps and the missing areas in terms of selling, his methods have helped people gain so much more in terms of revenue and apply the techniques in their own industries for profit. He is rightly known as India's first profit engineer and he is none other than Yathiraj Agarwal. First of all, thank you so much Yathiraj for coming to my show. A warm welcome to you. Thank you, thank you so much. It's a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much. Now Yathiraj, my first question to you is at the age of 60 plus you have so much of energy within you that you are known to be just of 16 years of age my question to you is how do you get so much of energy standing whole day in your workshops seminars and events so you know first of all you are uh, you are mistaken i have been 39 years old for last 24 years <laughs> so i'm yet to cross 40 so obviously i'm having energy right anyway coming back to the real question and the real answer you know i'm sure you have already you have you seen children yes do they get tired no you know why why because children do what they love to do what they want to do so you know i mean when you send them to school they get tired but when they are playing they don't get tired right so same thing you know whenever you are following your passion when you are doing something which you love the question of getting tired doesn't happen at least mentally 
physically it's a different story but mentally it's a different story right throughout the program i don't even i don't even feel physically tired and you know i'll, I'll tell you once i had a three day program so at the end of first day i was really tired and i was wondering what i will be doing next day because i didn't have the you know confidence that i'll be able to stand the whole day for the next day and next day as soon as i got up on stage and started i don't know where all the tiredness went off okay so when you are when you are doing what you want to do when you when you are doing what you love to do when you want to make a difference to the world i mean at least for me it's natural and normal that's really inspirational yathi ji conventionally okay. the industry where people do not generally go by choice how and why did you choose sales by choice as your career in life <laughs> well you know i started selling right from the age of 10 and that time it was not out of choice it was out of because i wanted to make some money and i didn't know any other way to make money at the age of 10 that is how i got into sales and i started making some money i come from a lower middle class background so for me money always played an important part and once i graduated you know i okay another thing is i always wanted to travel and because i wanted to travel and i wanted to make money and i think both were available in sales i didn't have to think much i got a job on the first application itself you are a veteran yeah. in this industry in this profession in this domain so you have been That's dominating it. this industry with your experience with your wisdom for a very very long yes. time and you have trained over and mentored over 2 lakh people from different domains and industries in your entire journey of this what is that one thing that brings you back to your memory lane where you realize that if i knew these learnings in life i would have applied it much better when i was younger i really don't know because when i look back i don't wish my life was any different than what it has been it has been full of ups and downs and i'm glad for all of that because all of that has made me what i am right now. even though i don't wish even my enemy should go through that but at the same time there is nothing i would love to change in my entire journey so when you say that you have gone through lots of ups and downs and uh, even you do not wish your enemies to go through that phase could you share with your, our listeners your back story a little bit who doesn't know about you in detail see from 77 to 82 i had a great 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 life absolutely great life i used to live like a king because i was working with a company called richardson hindustan which is currently known as procter and gamble and they were one of the best paymasters okay and in 1982 i decided to start on my own and uh, you know i i i didn't have any money to start from 1982 to 1989 i suffered so much that i didn't even have three meals a day in fact many times not even two meals a day okay right. and 1989 is when i got back into direct or rather i got into direct selling which is different from selling that is when i really got trained for the first time in selling until that time i was doing selling based on thinking that i know selling till 1982 i didn't realize that i was selling only a well known product where i did which didn't need any selling skills okay it just needed hard work and i was very i was very much into hard work okay so it was wix and it was selling by itself 
all I had to do was just go to the shops on a regular basis and make sure that I supply to them. So I didn't even realize that it was not a selling skills. 1989, when I got into direct selling, that is when I realized that I don't have selling skills. So 1989, I got trained. It took me a long time, but after four months, once I started, since then I have never looked back. So 1989 is the first time I got, I got trained into sales. So today I realize that India is very much at the stage where I was in 1989. Most of the companies in India, they are still into seller's market. Whereas the seller market has changed from 92, 93. Till 98, 99, at least a little bit of the, it was there. But today we are totally, totally out of seller's market. Can you elaborate a bit? Sure. Okay. See, till 1992-93, we were in a license raj. That means the demand was high and the supply was low. So till 92-93, if you wanted to buy a two-wheeler, you will have to wait for two, three years. If you wanted to buy a four-wheeler, you will have to wait for four, five years. If you wanted to get a phone, you will wait for two, three years. That was the situation. So everything, you had to get a license to manufacture. And once you get the license, then you are manufacturing. But there are a lot of customers and the suppliers was, were very, very limited. And that is what is called seller's market. Okay. Demand high and supply low. Okay. Now, 92-93 is when the economy started opening up. And slowly and slowly, the uh, supply used to become higher and higher. Today, the situation is if you want to buy a car and you go to one car showroom, by next day morning, you will get 10 calls asking you to come to their, sh their uh, showroom. Okay, so today we are in what we call as buyer's market. That means the supply is high and, and the demand is low. Back in 92, 93, 94, 95, you know, you hardly needed any selling skills. You just needed a little bit of product knowledge. Today, the situation is entirely different. And today, the selling skills are more important than product knowledge. Selling skills is 70%, product knowledge is 30%. Unfortunately, 90 to 95% of salespeople are not trained, not trained in selling skills. They are trained in product knowledge. And that's why they are struggling. You know, I mean, as you know, I have been in selling. And till 1989, I realized I didn't have selling skills. I was in selling. I was highly passionate about selling. I was able to sell, but not at a very high level of selling. Okay, not even a survival level of selling. And 1989 is when I got trained into selling. 1989, I was struggling for three meals a day. And 1990, I was on my first trip to USA. That's commendable. And, and not only that, I could meet who is known as the father of selling in USA. His name is Zig Ziglar. Okay. And he became my role model. Uh, because before Zig Ziglar, sales was not considered a very reputed profession in the US also. Just like it is not considered in India right now. Every child wants to become a doctor, engineer, advocate, teacher, etc., etc. But no child says, I want to become a salesperson. Okay. And the reason is because most of the people, they are not successful in selling. And when they are not successful in selling, they don't realize it is because they are not trained in selling. So recently, you know, I, there was a news about 
is uh, Cafe Coffee Day. And I had posted saying that, you know, Cafe Coffee Day, the biggest challenge was they didn't have proper selling skills. And I got trolled on social media because unfortunately, the time of my posting and uh, the, the Cafe Coffee Day founder committing suicide was almost the same time. Okay. So, but, you know, I have been to enough Cafe Coffee Days and I know that they don't have selling skills. They were trying to do, they were trying to survive based on marketing. Most of the most of the people they they don't know the difference between an order taker and an order maker. An order taker is a person where a customer comes in and says, "I want X Y Z," and the order taker will say, "Okay," and he will supply him X Y Z and you know collect the payment. Say thank you very much. Please visit again. Whereas an order maker, not only he will give you X Y Z, but he will also ask. How about ABC? How about MLN? So he will also try to add to whatever you have asked for, something which is relevant. For example, when you go to a shop to buy, let's say, a detergent powder. Okay, so along with detergent powder, he'll ask you, how about bathing soap? How about uh, coconut oil? How about soap for vessel? Etc. Etc. So he will try to increase the size of your order. Okay, so instead of just giving you what you want, he will also try to give you what you may need and you may have forgotten. He will also satisfy you because when you use the product, you will be more than happy because, you know, you would have got a better quality product. Now, this these are some of the techniques which a salesperson or a business owner has to learn. Now, I'm talking about a FMCG product because most of our people will come in there. But I'm when we go to a B2B selling, when you go to industrial product selling, okay, the customer doesn't doesn't know the difference between a three lakh rupee product and a four and a half lakh rupee product. He looks at it only as the price. But only the salesperson knows the difference between the. It is the salesperson's responsibility and the duty to explain to the customer. You know, most people think a great product by will sell by itself, but Based on my research, I say a great product needs greater selling skills than even an average product. Now, you may ask me why. Because a great product will always be more expensive than an average product. Most of the customers, they are price sensitive. So they don't know, they don't understand the difference between the quality because they will understand the difference between the quality only after they buy the product. They cannot know the difference uh, in the quality before buying the product. Where it is price, I can see even before buying the product. So if you are selling a great quality product, you must have greater selling skills to earn my trust and to explain to me why your prices are higher. Now, if you can do that, I can guarantee you at least 10 to 20% of the customers, they will understand what you're saying and they will buy. And once they buy and they are satisfied, then you get their testimonials and now you can sell to more than to, to other people. But if you have a great product and you don't have great selling skills and you are just trying to say, no, 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 my, but my product is better, my product is uh, higher quality, my product is will last you longer, customers are not going to buy because you don't know how to sell to the customer. You don't know how to create a rapport. You don't know how to develop liking. You, I don't know. You don't know how to develop trust. These are all a part of selling skills. You don't know how to explain. You don't know what is called FAB, you know, features, advantages, results. FAB, F-A-R, FAB, features, advantages, results. 
Now, these are all the skills a person has to learn if he wants to be a great salesperson. And 95% of the people in India right now, they are not trained. And that's why India is suffering. If I ask you right now regarding this uh, line that you said that so many people in India are not trained in sales, plus your previous statement that it is still considered as one of the lowest occupation or something not so good in the industry standard. So if I ask you, whatever we do in everyday life, we sell something or the other to someone or anyone else then what and why is the stigma or taboo associated with sales in any business, especially in India, even today? Uh, many reasons. Uh, okay, first of all, whatever we are doing, as you're rightly saying, every day we are selling. Right now also, I'm selling my ideas to you and you're, you know, okay, you are right now, you're not selling. But, you know, I mean, right now I'm selling my ideas to you, right? But tomorrow when you're talking to a friend of yours to go for a movie, you will be selling him or her about the movie you want to go to. And he or she will be selling the movie he or he wants to go to. And whoever is a better salesperson will win. But most of the time, we don't consider that as selling. If you are going for an uh, interview, you have to sell yourself. But nobody thinks of that as selling. Even if you want to apply for higher studies, you have to go for an interview. Again, you have to convince the selectors that you are the right person. If you want to go to IIM, it's not so easy to get into IIM. You have to convince them, which is again selling. Okay, if if you want to be in politics, you have to be selling. But they, it's it's not considered as selling by most of the people. They don't think of it as selling. So when I don't consider all these things as selling, why should I think that I have to become better at selling? Number two, what is typically known selling is when you have a product or you have a service and you are going to exchange it for money. Then and only then it is known as selling for most of the people. And if you are not good at selling, then you are going to fail more. See, even if you are good at selling, you will still be able to sell only one out of five times, one out of seven times, one out of ten times. And if you are not good at selling, you will fail much more often. Tell me one person who likes failure. Based on my knowledge, based on my experience, there's not a single person who likes to fail, who enjoys failing. Whereas selling is, you know, full of fail failures because you are not talking to the right prospect. Okay, so your failure rate is very high and that is why people burn out. And when I see you in selling and you are not successful, definitely I don't want to be in selling. And most of the people who are in selling, they are not making enough money because they are not successful. See, selling is the only profession where there are no gray area. Either you get an order or you don't get an order. Whereas most of the other areas, there are a lot of gray areas. For example, if you're an accountant, it's very difficult to say you're a good accountant or bad accountant, at least for a whole year. Okay, so in selling, every day you are you are seeing the result. And since people are not good at selling, their results are bad. You know, in a, in a month, 30 days are there. They probably succeed one or two days and 28 days they fail. And that is why, you know, most of the other professions, they don't feel the sense of failure. And that is why people don't want to go into selling. 
and uh, most of the people are not aware of these things number one sales is the highest paid profession in the world if you are good at it and sales is the lowest paid profession if you are not good at it. number two sales is the most noble profession in the world if you do it ethically it's the most most noble profession because here you get paid if and only if you help your prospective customers again underline the word ethical selling in ethical selling you don't sell for your benefit you sell for the customer's benefit so yathi ji recently you posted something on social media regarding the ccd owner and around that time when we heard that sad news about that person you posted something and you got trolled in that right so, so what made you write such a post in there did you want to point out something related to the uh, owner of ccd or the sales strategies or you wanted to send out a message to the world about the back story of what goes in an entrepreneurship journey first of all i didn't mention anything about the owner i did not have a single word about the owner number 2 i had posted it before the news about the owner came in there was just a message about ccd having so much of losses and other things i posted because i had been to see quite a few ccds and i knew that they did not have any sales training they had no idea about what selling is all about they were typical known as order takers that means people come in they they had very good marketing they had a excellent marketing and that is why people used to come in they had a good this thing that you know when people sit down they don't push you to order anything but when people order they did not know how to increase the size of the order now you and i we have gone to ccd now obviously we have not gone to ccd to have a coffee we have not gone to ccd to have to eat anything we have gone to ccd to talk so since we are in ccd we'll say okay you know bring some coffee or something now at the same time if the person who is serving us he asked us would you like to eat something or if he you know said why don't you go for this go for that chances are 90% we will go for it but since they never were trained on sales they were just plain order takers whatever we order they will bring and that is how they were surviving and if they had a proper sales strategy along with whatever they were doing their revenue would have been tripled doubled or tripled and if their revenue had been doubled or tripled obviously their profit would have been much higher now my post had nothing to do with the owner it was purely to do with selling skills and obviously 99% of people didn't even understand and because it happened at that time they were thinking i was making a comment about the owner thank you for clarifying because i think you got trolled because of that misconception about what you posted and what was not exactly said in that post yes and uh, also because most people they think oh ccd is so famous so they don't need selling skills this is the biggest challenge right now in the minds of people that just because there is a good brand they don't need selling skills a good brand needs selling skills as much as any other brand but yes good brand it is easier to sell as you mentioned that we sell every day something or the other to somebody right. then right. what is that one thing that you have experienced in all these years of your sales journey what is that one of the biggest misconception or myth related to sales among people so the greatest myth people have about selling that unless we have a product or service we are exchanging for money 
they don't think of it as selling. Okay, so that way, if you see, if you go by my definition of selling, a mother is selling eating vegetables to the child or drinking milk to the child. A teacher is selling education. Okay, a doctor is selling health. Okay, and there are two kinds of selling. One is selling for seller's benefit. Another is selling for buyer's benefit. So ethical selling is when you are selling for the buyer's benefit. Mother is selling eating vegetables to the child, and she is doing that for the child's benefit. not for the mother's benefit so it is considered as a ethic i would call it ethical sell when a doctor is suggesting an operation to a patient if the doctor is doing that really for the patient's benefit it is ethical selling and if the doctor is doing that to make money then it is called unethical sell that's a great analogy so the same thing can be considered as ethical and the same thing can be considered unethical depending on the intention of the seller and the same thing goes for selling profession sales profession so when i am going to meet a customer if i am selling to the customer because i want to complete my target i may use unethical means but if i am selling because i am convinced that it is going to benefit the customer then i am doing ethical selling when it so, comes to ethical selling i call it the most noble profession in the world in this digital era what is yeah. the scope of sales people in various industries very very good question excellent question first of all have you heard the word copywriting yes okay copywriting is nothing but selling through print okay so copywriting is exactly equal to selling and most of the people in digital marketing are not successful because they don't know copywriting okay now if you remember i told you about the order taker order maker yes okay now if you buy something on amazon are they satisfied with your purchase or are do they suggest this will go very well or the people who bought this also bought this etc etc do they try to upsell you yes so that is what is called upselling so they are not satisfied with your order whenever you buy something they want you to buy more right so they will they will go for something connected with your purchase they will not sell you something which is unconnected they have done a lot of research that a customer buying this may be interested in what for example if i have bought a mobile phone they will try to sell me accessories whereas if you go to a few other sites you just order whatever you want and they will take your order that's it they don't try to sell you more they are called order takers amazon and flipkart are order makers so there are a lot of people in digital marketing but they don't even understand first of all they don't even have a good sales copy now amazon doesn't need a good sales copy because amazon is amazon and flipkart they are trying to they they are doing very good marketing they are attracting customers okay but once the customer comes in they know how to get the maximum money from the customer and that's why that's how they will make profit even with great sales skills we see lots of sales people not doing so good in their career so what is the difference between selling and closing is selling dependent on closing or is closing dependent on selling yes closing is a part of selling skills you know based on having trained 250000 people in 11 countries i have noticed one thing that even people who are fairly good in selling when it comes to closing they don't know how to close so if if you think you are good in selling but if you cannot close then you are not good at selling because closing is a part of selling selling is complete only when you get an order now many people feel 
selling means making the customer interested do you think since sales and closing are such an important skills in life in any industry or even in personal and non professional life sales and closing should be an important and mandatory subject in schools or colleges so that the kids do not suffer later on in life in any area yes uh, it will be great if you can make it a part of the curriculum now selling is part of a soft skills right in us and other countries some a few other countries they teach selling right from childhood that's a part of scout so today i realize that india is very much at the stage where i was in 1980 most of the companies in india they are still into sellers market whereas the seller market has changed from 92 to 93 till 98 99 at least a little bit of the, it was there but today we are totally totally out of sellers market in fact uh, four or five days back i saw one thai lady teaching her child on how to sell uh, pineapple ice creams beautiful video and this girl is i think about 10 11 years old and she learns selling okay and now the mother says now i i'm not worried about my child she will be able to take care of herself because once you know how to sell you can survive so since you are a veteran in this industry yathi ji what specific message you want to say to our listeners out there who are getting new insights about sales and closing and their myths have been busted today in case you have even the slightest idea of ever starting anything on of becoming a startup of becoming an entrepreneur you must learn selling skills you know don't don't try to learn it on your own learn it from a professional what exact books would you suggest for people who are looking out for some insights into sales so they want to start up reading some books the greatest sales person by org mandin og org m a n d i n o mandin now the whole book has got nothing to do with sales but it is the best book on sales because it will help you to understand what a sales person should feel like the second book i would suggest is how i raised myself from failure to success in selling by frank petter b e t g e r another book i would suggest is one minute sales person what is your favorite book one will be the greatest sales person in the world and who is your role model sig sigler and what is your ultimate dream okay my ultimate dream is to make sales as the most sought after career in india and in asia next and everywhere in the world wow if not a sales guru then what would yathiraj agarwal be can't think of yathiraj without sales right <laughs> because whatever i am doing i am in sales where and how can our listeners connect with you okay uh, they can connect with me on our youtube channel called enthu yathi okay in linkedin there is only one yathiraj agarwal y a t h i R A J Yathiraj Agarwal A G A R W A L and same thing they can do in Facebook also. My website called www. Ya Training Y A Training. dot com. Great Y A Training. dot com. So Yathiji, those were some golden nuggets and insights that you shared today with us. Thank you so much for coming to the show and sharing your experience and. priceless insights with all our listeners and people out there who really want to make their life or career somewhere around sales and they really want to grow their business or whatever they are doing in life thank you so much for 
all the insights and all your wisdom with us thank you it has been really a pleasure som okay and uh, I, i i would say the credit for this interview goes to you for your insightful question you made me to talk more than what i had planned to talk <laughs> because of your really insightful questions thank you thank really you so much Thank you for tuning into my show. That was Yathiraj Agarwal, a person so humble, so passionate about sales that he has no doubt that if people are rightly trained and become aware of the beliefs and logic behind sales, then no industry would suffer across any domain in terms of profit or revenue. I hope you found this episode inspirational. 